the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm joined now by Senator Tom Cotton of Arkansas, the Shiva of the Senate. Shiva, of course, the destroyer of worlds in the Hindu faith. Senator Shiva of Arkansas has destroyed the New York Times in the last week, and I'm hoping he has another target for internal demolition. Good morning, Senator. Good morning, Hugh. It's good to be on with you. Quite an introduction. <laughs> Shiva, the destroyer of worlds, is the only, it's the only comparison I can come up with. There's this vast, ruined, smoking heap of credibility where the New York Times used to be. Did you intend to set them on fire internally? Well, Hugh, I knew that it would probably be controversial in their woke newsroom, given my past experiences with them. But I don't think anybody could have predicted that they would have had the complete meltdown they have. Um, I, I would say that a woke child mob is now running the New York Times um, as against its senior leaders. But their publisher, as you may know, is a woke young child himself um, who didn't take much pressure to throw in with the mob and demand the heads of his older, more senior leaders at the New York Times. You know, Senator, what I think the most useful takeaway from this episode is, I discussed it with Byron York, uh, in the first segment of the hour, for every woke young journalist out there, there is a woke jurist in waiting. If Joe Biden becomes president, we're going to find the equivalent of those journalists who burned down their internal newspaper because they could not read a column that was, I think, definitely argued and perfectly appropriate and made good points. We're going to have jurists who do the same thing to the Constitution. I'm afraid that's right, Hugh, uh, because all those who didn't go from Brown to the New York Times went on to uh, law schools and became lawyers and critical race studies and post-structuralism and will be up for nomina- nominations as the Biden presidency. And, and by the way, you don't have to. Uh, we love having kids in the background. That's actually my favorite cacophony since the quarantine began is that of children speaking in the background for all of my guests, because that means parents are with their kids. Senator Cotton, do you think that this demand to defund the police is of a piece with the reaction to your New York Times op-ed and with my fear about woke jurists in waiting? Yeah, Hugh, that sound you hear in the background is actually the New York Times newsroom just started. (laughs) (laughs) No, it just it shows that, you know, the the completely craven abdication of any responsible leadership of The New York Times, what you see in The New York in the Democratic Party as well, given in to the far left ideological extremes. Um, you know, New York Times, it's demanding heads on pikes of senior experienced editors because they publish an opinion with which 58 percent of Americans agree. In the Democratic Party, it's demanding that we defund the police and seeing leaders in major cities like Minneapolis and Los Angeles and the New York Times immediately follow that lead. Um, and if anyone thinks that Joe Biden has the energy and the ability to stand up to that ideological fringe, uh, they are fooling themselves. Last night on the CBS News, Nora O'Donnell asked former Vice President Biden if he supported defunding the police. His answer was no. 
I don't support defunding the police. I support conditioning federal aid to police based on whether or not they meet certain basic standards of decency and honorableness. Now, two comments, Senator. One, that is speaking out of both sides of your mouth. I don't support defunding the police, but I am going to defund the police. Secondly, it is an amorphous standard of decency and honorableness of such as the the truth squads and the uh, the struggle sessions would approve. It has got no standards, and it suggests that our police departments are not governed by such standards. They are, in fact, governed by such standards. Our police department are governed by the standards, Hugh. And, in fact, um, you can look at what's happened in Minnesota. The four officers involved in the terrible uh, death of George Floyd are now facing very serious charges after having been terminated. And while there's no question that they are uh, bad officers, just like they are bad people in our militaries or our schools or our businesses, um, the vast majority of officers are not only fine, upstanding citizens, but they probably want justice for victims and discipline for those bad officers more than anyone else. Just like when I saw in the Army, when I saw soldiers who wanted good order and discipline restored and bad soldiers disciplined in accordance with military justice and then ultimately released from the Army because they didn't want them staining their institution. So, Senator Cotton, Joe Biden's response, I don't support defunding the police. I support conditions on federal funding. Is that speaking out of both sides of his mouth? Well, it sounds like it is, Hugh. I mean, with Joe Biden, you never quite know what he's going to say next or what he means by what he said. And you got to listen to what his campaign tells you as well, because, again, Joe Biden is going to be little more than a figurehead in his own administration, just like he is in his own campaign, hiding out now for three straight months in his uh, in his basement. I think you'll see the same thing if he's in the White House. And that's why I hope he doesn't get back within several blocks of the White House. I do believe that he will have the appeasers from Team Obama and his domestic policy will be driven by AOC and the squad. Is that a fair projection, Senator? Yeah, absolutely, Hugh. That's where all of the energy and influence in the Democratic Party is now. And that is why people have to get serious about this election. Senator Cotton, thank you for your public service in exposing the New York Times chaos. This is Owen Strand for townhall.com. A call is going out now for the dismantling of the Minneapolis Police Department. The president of the city council said this when asked about what to do in the case of a break-in. Yes, I mean, I I hear that loud and clear from a lot of my neighbors. And I know, and, and myself too, and I know that that comes from a place of privilege. Because for those of us for whom the system is working, I think we need to step back and imagine what it would feel like to already live in that reality. Where calling the police may mean more harm is done. There's no doubt that our cities and communities need restoration, including greater peaceful engagement between police and citizens. Yet the idea that wanting protection is privilege is not sound. In fact, it's absurd and won't restore anything. Police who act unjustly are accountable to the rule of law and must be. But there is no need to qualify what a society without police will look like. More harm will surely be done. May coming days bring greater safety and meaningful restoration. I'm Owen Strand. ADF, fighting for those whose religious freedom is being violated.